In a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of the Top 10 Show. I am Roca. I am Matt Nost, and we are excited to be here another week to be doing the show for you. For those looking for the end of the month shout outs, uh, we're going to do that next week on the live show, as well as the Boss Hog topic. Um, yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, shout outs next week at the end of next week's show. Um, how are you, man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Um, just, you know, kind of everything slowly feeling like it's getting back to normal. There's more people in the streets, uh, more people in their cars. Um, it's getting hotter. Um, and it's crazy. Uh, and my Wizards are on the brink of being eliminated from the playoffs after such a great run just to get into the play-in tournament. So, you know, I got a lot One of One never knows. One never knows. <laughs> I got a lot of feelings, man. You, the narrative can easily switch. I think Pacers have momentum, obviously, because they won and Wizards lost, but the Pacers look so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but who knows if that maintains for a second game or if Beal and Westbrook look like themselves again because they just kind of look tired. They did, right? Like, I, I, yeah. you know, and every, all the pundits said the only way the Wizards lose this match is, game, rather, is if uh, uh, Beal or Westbrook don't show up. And both those guys, it's not like they didn't show up, but they took way too many shots to get their numbers. And yeah. we were, we, we, I mean, we had a lead going into halftime, but when Huchimura got in foul trouble, fucking Jalen, uh, uh, Jason Tatum went insane for that third quarter, 23 points in one quarter. And he's not going to win the game like that, man. No, it was a close game into the first half. And then, yeah, yeah. second half was that. I mean, therein lies the Wizards' fault, but you already know that. If those two, you know, Beal didn't look 100% healthy and Russ, Russ looked kind of tired from carrying the team for two months. Yeah. 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 And uh, I'm guessing Russ was like, fuck, I can't believe this, this is as far as we made it. <laughs> well, but, also, I mean, now, I mean, you're playing to go get swept out by the Sixers because I think you could have taken advantage of a Nets team that doesn't know who star, which star is going to show up night to night, but a Sixers team that's trying to prove something. I think they're going to, if we win, yeah. they're going to sweep us out, man. That's what I Yeah. Mean. The fact of the matter is though, if I'm the wizards, I'm more afraid of the Nets. Really? Okay. Well, because who the fuck do you guys have that can stop Kevin Durant, James Harden and Kyrie? Nobody. The Sixers are built to do it, but at the same time, the Sixers don't have the offensive firepower. So hypothetically, yeah. it's not a bad matchup for you. I just think the the Nets would outgun you. You don't you don't think Russell like could get in their heads or whatever, having formerly Maybe. played with them a little bit. That's what Maybe. I feel like. But <sighs> we have no one to stop Embiid. Holy shit, man! No, you don't. He's gonna get forty points a game against us, man. If we win, if we win tonight. Yeah, but you can sag off of Ben Simmons, and if mm. Thibel and Simmons are in there, then there's two non-shooters. Well, they're not non-shooters, but 
they're not yeah. threats from the outside, really. Yeah. Especially yeah. Simmons. So it reduces their offensive potency. But defensively, they'll be able to to hang. Yeah. True. Uh, true, 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 true. But yeah, it is getting nicer out. Um, actually went to the mall. Oh, oh was that was that experience. Big outing. <laughs> it was we needed a couple of things and we were like, you know what? Let's just go to the mall. I haven't been to a mall in so long and ended up, Hey, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. The craziest stores had lines. We actually, so we went down to the Citadel, right? And oh, yeah. we hit up a couple of places because she was looking for one thing and I was not really looking for anything. I was just kind of browsing, but it was nice to be out of the house. Yeah. But she wanted to go and try on a pair of croc sandals. They make sandals with the, like the bedding, but it kind of just looks like a sandal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, cause she burns through sandals so quickly because everybody that makes them makes them really cheaply because women's clothing is meant to fail apparently. <laughs> so they've spent, and she doesn't, she's not that type of individual. I'm just saying sandals don't seem to last her no. and anybody I know female wise long at all. Right. So you had to go and check in and then they texted you a certain amount later saying you can come back and join our line. Oh, wow. That was the only place we went to that anything like that. I didn't get in the Nike line because I was like, I don't care. I don't, you know, I'm not staying in a 20 person line. Only a couple stores had lines. Everybody else was just like, yeah, come on in. Um, but yeah, for, I've never seen that system before. Mm. And when we went back, they were quoting people 90 minutes. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Really? Wow. wow. It's a small That's... store, so they're only letting in so many people. Yeah. But yeah, still, yeah. it's crazy. And it makes you question whether you really want this thing that you're going to go in there for. You're like 90 minutes. I got to wait 90 minutes for it. Yeah. 45 uh, was fine. Cause it was like, you know what? We had already talked about going to these other couple stores. So who cares? We're out of the right, house. Right. Right. And she's like, all right, let's do it. Um, but yeah, 90, like this is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it was good to be out of the house. First time I did look at playoff tickets to go to, go to a game, but I'm not dropping that kind of coin to go for a Clippers game or a Lakers game. Both possibly. Okay. All right. I looked at the play in game. I looked at a couple of the games leading up to this. Yeah. And just, uh, it's like, ah, eh. yeah. I don't know if I'm going to pay like $400 to sit in the nosebleeds. Right. Although last night's game would have been worth it. It was like three fifty nine was the cheapest. Really? Oh Mm -hmm. man. What a game. I was shocked. What a game. Such a good game. Yeah, I thought for sure. I'm like, oh yeah, the Warriors got him. Got him. It's uh it's done. Mentally they got him and all of a sudden fucking switch. Yeah. <laughs> well, the third quarter was Warriors got lazy with the ball. Yes. And kept turning it over and they they looked tired a little bit. And the Lakers came out, erased that lead, and then from then on it was just back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. But the outcome, the expected outcome happened. It's not like yeah. it was a shock. Yeah, you're true. Uh, but the surprise being like there was a whole minute of gameplay left in the game and nobody scored. Like I was shocked that nobody scored in the final minute of the game. It was like LeBron hitting that three and then for like 58 seconds, nobody could score. And it was like, wow. That's the, that's the, I mean, it's playoff basketball. I, anybody that was a naysayer about the play in game, you're like, really? Because that game was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The Celtics uh, Wizards game was a dud. It was from a general fan's perspective. Mm, right. You were hoping for more fireworks for sure. Yeah, you were. But the even bigger dud was the Pacers 
oh, uh, Hornets game. Whew. I mean, it was cool. It's the first, you know, hey, <laughs> we got playing games. That's it was fine. Hey, Indiana just carved them up. Oh my god! From it the, was like yeah. The first quarter, I was thinking to myself, Matt. Oh, they're gonna turn it on here in a second. Uh, Hornets, and they're gonna cut this lead down to like two or whatever. But the Pacers uh, uh, just you kept know, moving the ball. McBuckets kept kept dropping bombs, kept yeah. dropping dimes. Man, it was insane. As the announcers pointed out, like his first five ba- baskets, he maybe dribbled the ball one time. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a hell of a skill to just keep running around, running around, running around. I'm open. Boom! Fire in. Yeah, yeah, I was shocked. He's yeah. had a good season for them. Finally, I mean, I've always like I mean, he was on the Bulls. We drafted, yeah, yeah. we moved that. up in the draft to get him. Mm-hmm. I've always believed he had the potential to do it, so it's nice to see him doing it. I don't care where he's he's at now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. But can they do it a second game? You guys, now it's the real fucking moment, and mm-hmm. Russ is going to come out with a vengeance tonight, for good or for ill. Yeah. <laughs> Got help us all. It's, that's exactly what it, I guarantee you, for good or for ill. So if you guys win, yeah. he's going to have his fingerprints all over it. And if you lose, it's going to be him taking shots he shouldn't have and turning over and trying to do too much. That's what happened against Boston. Some of the shots he was taking, I'm like, what are you doing? Hey, what but, are you doing? Bertans Ugh. was cold. Beal was shooting all right, but he was kind of holding at his leg. Yeah, Bertans. Um, he's really you know. the secret key of the whole thing, Bertans. If he's not on, it's rare for us to win. Yeah, the Hachimura, you still don't know exactly what you're getting. They got in foul trouble, man. That yeah. killed us. That killed us. It didn't really kill you because you guys were already dead. <laughs> no, we were We were up by two. And then it gets I, that fourth foul in the third quarter. That's what opened the floodgates, man. Yes. He sat on only, the bench. You only got back in when the bench came on. Uh, true. That's true. So yeah. it's Shocking. like Tatum, you can only take a couple minutes off in the second half. We need you the whole time. 50 points. Fuck me. Yeah. But had, yeah, had they, you know, I, I think you guys were DOA. Yeah, maybe. Even though you came back, but I didn't buy it. I was like, Boston has this. Uh, Everyone thought we were going to stomp all over Boston because, like, you know, with Jason, with Jalen Brown being hurt, with uh, Kemba being inconsistent, they thought for sure we'd handle business. Russ would just fucking boss them all over the place. But never doubt the pedigree of a team that's been to the Eastern Conference Finals twice well, with a coach like Brad Stevens. You know? Let's not go too far. I'm just saying. I'm doubting the game. shit out of this pedigree. <laughs> I'm just saying for one game, though. For one game, sure. Against a team like the Wizards, you but know, people were thinking it was over. You know? Had the Wizards won, then you could do the flip side argument of like, Russ has been in these moments before. Ah, uh, true. That's true. And gotten his teams through, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think the narrative. I think all four of those teams by and large are the same kind of mediocre. Yeah. Cause you just don't, there's no consistency from what you get from them. That's the first, like one of the few times I remember the Celtics giving a shit from tip. Yeah. It's, you know, and if you listen to any Celtics fan, they've complained about it. But when I watch them, they look lethargic and just kind of in third gear and everybody else is in fifth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, nah, we'll get going. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brown going down, whatnot. But hopefully, good game for you tonight. We shall see. We shall see. I'm just hoping it's a close game. That's all I want. I have no no dog in the fight. So if you guys win, great, awesome, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. If it's the Pacers, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No offense. I could. Well, I kind of want it to be the Pacers, just in that they've kind of grown this talent together to mm. sort of see if it actually can translate into something. 
if it doesn't, hey, look, I, I like Westbrook and Beal a lot, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully, yeah. they take it to the Sixers. Be fun to see them play. That's for sure. Exactly. Either way, I think they have a better chance against the Sixers than the Pacers do. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, but I think the both are losing. All over the place. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's been you know sports talk. <laughs> have you have you uh, have you watched uh, anything? Any of the movies? I mean, Spiral has come out. Did you go to the theater to see Dawn of the or Army of the Dead? Have you watched no. anything entertainment wise? No. Okay. No, I haven't done any of those. Uh, Next week, I can finally go. I'll have the oh, full immunity and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to start going to movies again, which is okay. what sparked our idea coming up with this topic of now the fact that movie theaters are open and we can go back. Yeah. All right, well, what's on the slate this summer that looks interesting? Yep. yep. Uh, I That has not been so foreign, but that hasn't been in my uh, vision now as far as movies are concerned for over a year. Yeah, yeah. 100% the truth. Yeah, yeah we're, we were kicking around ideas, and and uh, Matt threw this one out there, and I was like, this is great. Yeah, well, I mean, we used to do one of these every year. You know, what are we looking forward to in the summer, or what are we looking forward to in 2021, or 20, mm-hmm. whatever year that is? Uh, so it was nice when he pitched this. I was like, oh, yes, this is a great idea. We haven't done one of these this year, and it's nice to consider it again because we didn't do it last year uh, uh, to think about movies coming back. So, And they are coming back. I mean, the box office has been good for these movies that have that have opened uh you know and so it's not astronomical but they're doing well considering the limited capacity yeah uh, of these theaters so clearly people do want to run back to the theater will they after the oh. initial comeback will they come back in the numbers they did before we shall see yes but i think uh this has been kind of a, a little bit of a surprise for me because i thought people were just going to get used to not going to the theater but clearly people are desperate to get out of the fucking house and go inside another house in essence but uh to be entertained but you know that's okay yeah it is is uh definitely i'm looking forward to it that's Mm. so excited i've already thought about it i I think i might go see one possibly two movies next weekend just for shits and giggles (laughs) yeah dude do it get get up there get up i'm finally immune and it's just sitting in an interior space for that long with other people yeah i haven't done it since all of this started um i've gone to obviously grocery stores and all that jazz but i'm not sitting in the grocery store in an aisle for two hours exactly exactly so this some form of life is coming back you know (laughs) we're wally and we found the plant it's like here it is here it is we can repopulate again life will move on (laughs) i mean i have I have watched some of the streaming, but others I'm like, nah, that's okay. I don't need to see that. Um, like the new Michael B. Jordan, once I heard it was mediocre. Yeah. That would have come out on the big screen and that would have been his Chadwick Boseman Bridges one. Yeah. Where there's a build up to it. Uh and then it just kind of fizzles at the box office. But yeah. every actor has those. Yeah. An actress. So although it's rarer for actress, but um yeah but i i was hoping it'd be good man i was i was like so was i i was like this is gonna and you know the first the first it's a good it's a revenge film it's not unwatchable by any stretch of the imagination it's just some of the things you're like i see this coming a mile away mm-hmm. everything you're showing me i see the twist coming a mile away and i thought there were some badass sequences 
as well. I saw some of the nerdier critics giving shit for it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're all about an elf riding a 900-foot element elephant off arrows. So kiss my ass about a guy who sets a car on fire and jumps inside of it and yeah. interrogates a guy. Because I'm like, I mean, one is, they're both fantasies. They're they are both, both fantasies. fantasies. So cut it well, the one fuck is out. The- one is a pretty epic fantasy and the other dude is committing arson. You know, you can't, that's not an apples to apples type of comparison. That, you know, I'm just saying that it's not people. People seem to like, forget. For a, I'm just saying for a guy that's going to have F nine at some point on his list, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes, I will. Yes, I will. You don't really have much ground to stand on. Well, I'm just saying it's fantasy. That's all I'm saying. It is fantasy, but they, at least they're going for stuff, you know, at no point. Did he run up the side of the elephant and go, dude, did that with magnets? And you're like, there it is. There's the sequel hook I've been looking for. Good for you, F9. Uh, that movie, I just saw the trailer again. Oh, Watching so basketball and just like that looks so terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't believe there are people that are excited for it. It looks that bad to me. But there is. There's a huge, massive chunk of people right now that are like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's fine. Uh, are you moving it up your list right now? I see I'm, I'm not moving it up right now. As you talk about it, I'm moving it up my list right now. <laughs> Go right ahead. Game now. You say I game the system. You're actively doing it to make sure that that makes the overall list and high, apparently. How dare you? How dare you? Way to cheat, buddy. Way to cheat. <laughs> no, no, it's. Sorry, it's my my. Uh, okay. I was telling Matt I had took a call off off air, but my girlfriend is getting us a barbecue. Like, of course, I, I, I well, I mean, I'm paying for it, but my girlfriend is get, is picking it out, so she's asking me. So I think we're settled on uh on a um Weber, a double Weber one. Sure. So it looks cool. They make excellent grills. Yeah, I'm looking forward. She's desperate to have one. She loves barbecues. So uh, I don't use mine as much. I have a small one. It's perfect for the two of us. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when it's barbecue season, we'll do it uh, a handful of times a month. Yeah. Um, and then when it's cold out and stuff, we just, it's rare. It's really rare. Uh, but they're nice. Yeah. You know? We're looking, I mean, because I mean, the, the weather is getting hotter and we're looking at things and we're like, and we're getting out. Dude, we bought some outdoor furniture. Mm-hmm. It's going to take almost two months to fucking get here. You know, I'm not used to, you know, like living in a house and renting a house. So I had no idea like that you couldn't just go up and buy outdoor furniture that you should have started in the spring picking out what you were going to buy. Yeah. And, and I, maybe it's because of COVID too, that it del- shit's delayed. It is. I was just shocked. Man. Depending on what you bought, yeah. it's more than likely because of the supply chain disruptions uh, overall. Like the... um. I need to do a project, but I'm holding off because the price of wood has gone up yes. anywhere from 300% to yeah. like a two by four before COVID was about, I think anywhere you could find anywhere from 218 to 248. Right. Um, at least I could around me. Uh, now I've seen it. The lowest I think I've seen it since COVID is I, 490 to five and a quarter. The highest mm. I've seen it is almost $8 for a two by four. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not even particle board. 
which they have to use oil force and others, you know, not enough wood. And now because of this, the Texas, when they had the freeze over and now with the pipeline, it's fucked up. And the Suez Canal, the petrochemical market, which is a binder for that. So a sheet of that, which used to be like $9 is currently $76. Yeah. You're like, this is, this is banana times. So your outdoor furniture is more than likely suffering from that same supply chain problem. It's madness. I've never had to wait for anything. You usually just get it and yep. do my thing. But like I know. I'm, I'm marking it's been three weeks now and I'm marking every week in my and Lindley's like, Will you cut it the fuck out? And I go, No, I want my outdoor furniture well, before the summer is over, you know. Well, you'll get it in the middle of June, so you got plenty of summer. I guess so. I hope so. I just want to because she bitches me out that I don't go out and enjoy the backyard more, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't like to just sit out there randomly in a steel chair. Like I'd like to be comfortable if I'm going to sit out there because mm-hmm. um, I'm a little bitch like that. And so I just want to be, we, who doesn't we, want to be comfortable. I was just saying we went to multiple stores. Well, she sits out there in the steel chair all the time. I can't do it. Yeah. We well, to her, it's comfortable. Stores. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good point. Yeah. Maybe to her, that is comfortable. Yeah. We went to multiple stores till we finally settled on one. And when we, and when I sat in, I was like, this is the one. Let's make it happen. So, ah, so anyway, that's life. That's life, ladies and gentlemen. That's life in the world. But the doldrums of summer are coming back as our movies. Right. That's right. And we are here to do uh, today's show. John, you want to tell them how it works? Yeah, sure. Why don't I? Ladies and gentlemen, well, Matt and I come up with our separate list of top 10 mm-hmm. movies. Uh, then uh, Matt does his bottom three. I do my bottom three. Then he does his next two. I do my next two. Then we trade a piece. So one each all the way up until we get to number one. Then we fight, flip coins, battle, argue, uh, make uh, accusations at each other, and then combine the list into one final list for your enjoyment and your listening pleasure. So, Matt, please take it away. I think the only real spots I kind of juggled or like uh, struggled on were yeah. nine and 10, but mainly 10. I agree with you. A thousand percent agree with you. Because there's like three that I'm slightly all equally going okay maybe maybe like feeling it out right type of thing nine's a little bit like that as well but 10 for me there's three movies so anyway the one that if it goes 51 50 49 you know what i mean of the three movies this is the 51 okay of like i think i'm i'm you know more likely than not than see it at 51 percent, which is ghostbusters afterlife okay when's that coming out I think sometime in July. I don't know. Okay. Something like that. Okay. I can look it up real quick if you like. I, I don't. I, I didn't see it on my list. Oh, I saw it. I, so, I went to Metacritic and then I was also. Ah, cool, 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 cool. They had um, one movie on there till June 11th is the um, release date. Looking at the wiki, it says November 11th. Oh, really? On Google? So, when you Google the movie itself, it says release date June 11th. Okay. So anybody can update Wiki, but Google is a conglomeration of other sources. Is it a conglomeration of other sources? That's what I think. They compile. Um, It's an aggregator. That's what it does. I'm just saying, I went to sonypictures.com just now, and it says fall 2021. Okay, well, Google, you're full of shit. All right, so Ghostbusters is off. So then it becomes okay. goes down to one of two others that I was like, hey, hey. Right, so I, I'm going to say Cruella. Oh, that's a punt. Okay. Yeah. Um, a a right. slight punt, but a punt. So at nine, then, is yeah. Jungle Cruise. Oh, go ahead, man. That's all you. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It looks like it could be fun. 
Um, I am wary right now on the CG character, what appears to be the villain. Yeah. It seems like some of the worst of, uh, or some of the bad attributes of when pirates, I think, went off the rails a little for me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But who knows? You know, Davy Jones was an absolutely immaculate character. Yeah. Uh, so perhaps they can bring this bad boy to life. But there, there seems to be a nice rapport between Emily Blunt and The Rock within the commercials itself. Definitely. And the fact that pirates, there ended up being so many of them, but I enjoyed a lot of what happened in them. Perhaps certain of those movies don't succeed entirely all the way through, but they still had chunks in them. I'm like, well, that's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the first one I enjoyed so much. The, like, I've never seen Haunted Mansion all the way through. Have you? Oof, yes. And it's horrible. Okay. Absolutely horrible. I've and seen, I love Eddie. And it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I've seen chunks of, you know, 10 minutes here with like, he's sitting at the, that big long table yeah, yeah, yeah. with his family and whatnot. I've seen that scene and I've seen a couple others. Um, but I have faith that they might be able to pull this off and it's like a avatar meets Tarzan type of feel on some level to it. I think it could work. I, I like the trailer. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what it can do. I just, uh, I'm like, is this a rock vehicle? Is this another one of the rock vehicles like the rundown, these other films, so the only reason it's not in my top 10 is because these other 10 films, I'm just so looking forward to a bit more. This feels like a fun little, this fun, not little, but this fun, this feels like a fun rock film with Emily Blunt, who I love to pieces, um, you know, seeing him do his thing. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it in that way, mm-hmm. but it didn't override the 10 I've got on my list. And yes, it didn't override Fast 9. So I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not surprised. I knew Fast 9 was making your list. <laughs> And I'm sure it's a lot of people's number one. Can't Could wait be. to see the next fact. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Um, all right. So my number eight. Yes. What's your number eight? Uh, is a little ditty called Truman in Tennessee, an intimate conversation. Ooh, talk to me. What is that? So it Truman is. Tennessee. Okay. It's a compilation of interviews and what I did with, with some narration done by. I think it's Zachary Quinto and. Yes. Shit, I can't remember who the other one is. Okay. But it, it's a it's about Tennessee Williams and Truman Capote and the fact that they were friends and also rivals. Right, right. And their rise and how they paralleled one another. And it's them and, and interviews. So basically, it's all cut together and the narration from the two actors to kind of, I guess, seamlessly blend is what I get off the, the trailer and then reading a description. Right, right. Uh, but it just looks super interesting for guys that were characters that it wouldn't exist now that you're not going to meet many famous authors that have that kind of celebrity and personality that mm-hmm. is known. Uh, they just don't make chat shows and whatnot anymore. Yeah. Um, although perhaps if there were individuals as, is charming or captivating to their time as Capote and Tennessee Williams were, then mm-hmm. maybe we would, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it just I mean, looks interesting. That sounds fascinating, dude. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Whenever you see these kinds of uh, like uh, in documentary format, they're really cool. But whenever you see uh, these kinds of films as well, the kind of profile this, um, it's so curious to see what sections of their conversations, what sections of their philosophies they include when they're editing this film together. You know, mm-hmm. these types of films together and conversations are such a great way to get to know 
these people. I can't remember what it was. I I think it was a few years ago. It was a documentary about that speaking series that I think is was it um, Gore Vidal and okay. Oh God, who else was the other guy? I can't, can't fucking remember. Norman Mailer. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and they went on this like speaking tour, and you now it got yeah. more and more heated as they went to different cities and things like that. And I thought it was fascinating. Like this, that's cool because in oh no, William F. Buckley. It was William, William F. Buckley. That makes I, more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and and the because I've always I, like I grew up at a time when I would watch Buckley on television. It was fascinating. Him and George Will were my conservative voices when I was growing up, and Buckley was frustrating because he was so uber f- intelligent. That you would hear his points and be like, ah, I kind of see it. I hate myself, but yeah. I kind of see it. You know, but that's, so, yeah. That's what I loved about politics when I was a kid. What yeah. I'd see, I'd see what I, you know, what not on the news. But then yeah. there'd be these debate shows where it seemed as though to these young eyes, and I don't know if it was the case because I don't go back and watch those. Yeah. But they were having an actual conversation where they're disagreeing. You know, uh, now you'd see it like as a, uh, something posted on YouTube from a live event where they mm-hmm. had a discussion mm-hmm. uh, where the stakes, I guess, aren't as high or they don't need to. The, there is no polar demand of needing to be entertaining like on a, a TV show of some kind. Yeah. Where just let the conversation flow naturally. But, yeah, it's always good to hear a dissenting opinion because then you understand where the other side is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and perhaps it is a bridge to middle ground. Oh, Okay. You want to alleviate the same thing just in a different way. Maybe we can find a version of our two ways together that works on the same problem. Exactly. 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 Yeah. As opposed to standing off the side of me and just yelling F you back and forth at each other. <laughs> I don't know what that solves. It solves nothing. It solves nothing. But so this looked interesting of, of just guys that were friends and rivals simultaneously and, and two luminary authors that will exist on, uh, you know, hopefully for another few generations. Is there a trailer for it? Did you see the trailer for it? Yeah, saw the trailer okay. for it. Okay. I'm going to put this on my list of trailers to watch because I have not seen anything for it. So I, this sounds so fucking curious. Uh, all right. So that was your That's my eight. eight. Okay. All right. So then my number 10 uh, is a documentary, uh, The Beatles Get Back, the Peter Jackson sure, documentary. Sure, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's no greater group, from my opinion, than The Beatles, in my opinion. I mean, I went to Liverpool in 2019 during our you know during our trip to mm-hmm. to do the top 10 in london and doing the beatles tour i was a fucking child 10 years old smiles on my face the whole time it was raining which was even better um and so i had just had the greatest time and i love the beatles to pieces and there's always been a legend around this documentary the let it be documentary that supposedly showed the destruction of the beatles and the sna- snapping at each other uh, and clearly that was a documentary that was edited to show a certain point of view. Okay. This one from Peter Jackson seems to be more of a fleshed out layer documentary with more of the footage showing all the sides of what was happening, both good and bad. Um, and I trust Peter Jackson to edit this thing and, and do it correctly and really show the actual thing that was happening uh, to this group at that time when they were making that seminal album. Um, and everything I've seen so far just gets me so crazy excited. Um, and I, the fact that I kept pushing it back was driving me fucking insane. Okay. Uh, but now that it's going to be coming out, I think in July, uh, it's right around the corner and I'm going to shake every fucking tree I can to get, uh, an early copy of it to watch it over and over and over again. So uh, I'm excited. Nice. Uh, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just being a huge Beatles fan. Did you see the trailer or are you, are you not interested in it? Not your thing? Um, 
I'm not against it. If it's supposed to be really yeah. good, then I'll eventually see it. Um, I like right. the Beatles, but I'm not a diehard like you and countless right. others. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, all right. Well, that's my 10. Uh, then mm-hmm. my number nine is uh, The Green Knight. Uh, that's a punt. Okay. All right. Fair. And then my eight is Black Widow. Okay. So that's technically a slight punt. Fine with me. All right. Let's get to your seven. Seven is Stillwater. Ooh, yeah, dude. That was a tough cut. It was between Stillwater and the Beatles Get Back. It really, really was. Uh, but yeah, I like this trailer. I like this trailer. It looks like it looks like it's gonna be one of two things. It's either gonna succeed and be awesome, or it's yeah. gonna be dog shit. You know? Yeah. There's no in between. But the fact of the matter is, Matt Damon looks like guys I know legitimately yep. know that I, I they live in you know, rural communities and they're just that type of individual. And the fact that I believed it when I saw it at first, the first image, you know, and then as it progresses throughout, be like, now that's, that's a genuine, he put in the time on that. All right, this could be something. And it's got the pedigree. Just the release time seems strange. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah. In the summer or whatever, mm -hmm. but Yeah. But I mean, the guy who directed is the guy who did Spotlight, so yeah. which you know won Best Picture. So, I mean, in that way, in that respect, it's a you've got some like you said, you got some strong people behind. It. It's got Amanda Knox vibes. It's got, and you're right, it's got yeah. like it's almost like a little bit. If I can say this, it's got a little bit of that MAGA vibe that he's a guy like that who's like going into this situation trying to figure out what's going on with his with his uh, daughter and kind of fighting the system. And trying to figure it out. Um, well, and it, yeah. Let's put it like this. He may or may not be a MAGA guy, but he comes from a county that is MAGA strong. Probably, yeah, MAGA strong. Yeah, exactly. They are. He may or may not so, be. I have no idea. But he definitely lives point. in an area that overwhelmingly yeah. more than likely voted for Trump. And and shout out to Matt Damon, a guy from fucking Boston, uh, really yeah. conveying that uh, character really well, at least in the trailer. It feels very authentic yeah. he, uh, as well. Looks like... Uh, so I've got one friend that uh, he's a groundskeeper for this golf course in Chicago, mm. uh, but he has lived basically on a golf course since we were in high school. Cause that's where he got his high school job and then went to college to get the degree to go back and be a groundskeeper and take over a course of his own eventually. Nice. But he looks like a mix of him and another friend of mine sells John Deere tractors in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, and it's like the two of them merged into one person and became Matt Damon in this movie. And I'm like, <laughs> that's Dusty's physique and size with Jeremy's face and body structure. It's like, there it is right there. I know both of those guys. And it looked honest. Yeah. yeah. And that's where like this, okay, uh, this premise can either be really great or it's going to be a, just a whiff. Yeah. Yeah. To me, at least. I mean, growing up in Southern Virginia, or Virginia, rather, I know those guys clearly. You know, I yeah. knew those guys. Or go, going to school in Tallahassee, knew a bunch of dudes like that. So yeah, yeah absolutely, you know those guys. And it's going to be interesting to see how they play it. You know, um, mm-hmm. because you, once you're putting, because obviously it's a fish out of water story. Are you going to be fair to all the sides around, or is this going to default to t- to taken status? So I'm hoping it's a little more of a nuanced approach to this situation that we've seen from something like Taken. Yeah. I would guess he very rare. I mean, gets in a little bit of physical, but it's, mm-hmm. 
also maybe he games the system or right. gets the information and, and whatnot. I think it'll right. be a little blend of both, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It looks good though. I know that. It, does. it would be higher if I got a better sense of from the trailer. But once again, that's why I don't watch trailers. Right. True. Um, you made it, you but made it, that very clear from the past. Yeah. Well, I watched all the trailers for today's just right. because I haven't seen them. So I want to be able to qualitatively say that does look interesting to me as opposed to just reading a name and a description. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So what's your six? My six is Black Widow. Okay. So the slight punt. Got it. All right. Yeah. It fluctuated between eight and six on my list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, went back and forth. But I am interested to see what they do with this. Plus the cast is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Cast is great. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Rachel Weiss, uh, Pew on the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, David, uh, Har- Harbor, Harbor. Yeah, I almost yeah. said Harbor. Um, <laughs> David Harbor on top of Scarlett Johansson. Like it's, you've just pun unintended. You've assembled a hell of a cast here. Mm. Uh, hopefully this is, should be very interesting, but the yeah. trailer looks so generic to me. That's why it's at six. They've released like four of these trailers. And then recently yeah. they've started releasing those one minute clips from the movie to try to get people on board. Cause this thing's right around the corner. I think it's July 23rd. We're right around the corner from it. I think that's right. Yeah. So um, they're just trying to get people like, hyped up for it mm-hmm. um and the only reason that's lower on my list is because like after having seen you know falcon winter soldier and wandavision like i'm already mentally in the next phase sure and this is like way previous phase stuff but i know it's going to influence certainly for a lot of rumors florence Pugh is going to be coming out of this movie to become in essence replace scarlett johansson in the new version of the marvel universe um so to me, it is that's why I didn't rank as high, but I'm looking forward to it. It's on my list. I'm definitely excited to see if it's good or not and, and what we're going to get uh, from the overall film and what it's going to lead to or allude to um, that we're going to see in phase uh, four of the MCU. So okay. it's exciting. It's exciting. But the, the trailers look great. I mean, the action stuff in the in the sky and taskmaster and then of course david harbour doing his russian accent and i just wonder are we going to see julie delpy are we going to go back in time remember that flashback in age of ultron where julie sure. delpy is like training her we're going to get her in this so what's the what's how um how deep is this thing going to go um and will it be relevant that's my concern will it be relevant to what we're going to see we'll see we'll see um uh, all right, so that was my six. And okay. your eight? Uh, my seven is uh, Luca, the Pixar film. Oh, you know what, son of a bitch? That should make my list. <laughs> okay. Well, as soon as you said because I, I must have skipped over it on uh, Metacritic. But yeah. I remember when I just did a Google search, that was like the third movie. You know, they have the pictures and you can kind of scroll through. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like the third picture, but I completely forgot about it. Yeah, 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 that's on my list. I'd bump off Ghostbusters. I'd probably put that in the six, seven range. That sounds about right. Okay, all right. Yeah, this one comes out uh, real close. It's June eighteenth, so a uh, little bit under a month away on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, and the trailers I've seen so far, the animation looks gorgeous, absolutely mm-hmm. stellar. Um, you know, literally a fish 
out of water story in essence or a sea creature or whatever uh, the species is out of water story uh, in this Italian countryside and what they uh, Italian Riviera and what they experience as friends, what they experience like from the other side, you know, trying to hide who they really are. So what is that? You know, that could be a universal reference, universal reference to any number of things. Um, so a lot of it just looks really stellar and vibrant and gorgeous and beautiful and funny, mm-hmm. uh, and interesting. And, and, uh, I imagine there'll be emotions of course, cause it's Pixar. They're going to have some yeah. real strong emotions behind it, but, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. And it's, um, uh, so I'm, I don't know. It's, it's produced by Andrea Warren who did that lava, that little mini lava one that I really yeah. like. So That's good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. What about you? Um, as soon as they announced, like after Soul, okay, yeah. Pixar is kind of back into a groove that was really oh, good, and ooh, it was, was trying to take abstract ideas and make them something that is smart enough for adults, but also easy enough for kids to digest with the the human consciousness, Hirschfeld like mm-hmm. drawings or Picasso like drawings, um, you know, as these abstract idea of what consciousness is and mm-hmm. a soul and everything else. Uh, so yeah, once. I was. I am remiss for not having written it down again. I don't know why I was on a Metacritic, or I must have just scanned right past it. But yeah, yeah, I was on board once. I I just saw the picture and I was like, "Oh, Pixar's got a new one." Yes, I definitely want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I think it would supplant Black Widow and probably land at six on my list. Okay, all right, uh, all right. So then, my number six is Cruella. Okay, the pun for yeah. I I I was like, I had no interest in this. When it was first announced, I'm like, I've already Glenn Close already did her thing. Sure. I'm I, I'm not the biggest fan of the 101 Dalmatians animated film. So what's the big deal? And then I saw the trip and Emma Stone. I'm I'm a little Emma Stoned out, to be honest with you. How dare I you? I know, I apologize to everybody. It's, the, it's a little, you know. It's the Sandinista in you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like Jennifer Lawrence. Once you've seen them play themselves a number of times you've kind of hit the wall and you're like can i get something else and then i saw this trailer and i was like boom this is what i wanted to see from emma stone she is commanding the screen she is badass in this trailer so i I, it just the whole design the whole look the whole vibe the punk rock vibe they're doing the the timing the Mm -hmm. time they're setting this at all of it looks just stellar man I haven't seen, so technically it doesn't qualify as a remake where they've done Lion King and Aladdin and all that mm-hmm, jazz, but, mm-hmm. but it's part of this live action that of the cartoon universe. Right, so to me, right. it exists in the same realm. And the the reason it piques my interest is I have yet to see any of those because none of them, Jungle Book is the only one that I've still, I think I could talk myself into watching, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but cool. all the rest I just have no interest in. Um, This one, I saw the trailer and I was like, you might have something here. Hmm. Uh, so I was intrigued. That's why I, it made it temp, and now it's since been bumped off because I forgot Luca. Right. Uh, but it's at least intriguing, mm-hmm. which is a first for me within the live action Disney. What once again, whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she looks excellent. I'm not. I just love that the Jennifer Lawrence, which I agree with, but the Emma Stone, and yet you're going to go watch Vin Diesel do about all the acting skill Vin Diesel can do for the ninth same time. 
Let's for eighth same time. I apologize. Let's be real. I don't drift, but it's two different. I I don't expect much from Vin Diesel. From Emma Stone, I expect more. So the 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 barometer is different. The expectation is different. The judgment, the parameters of the judgment are different. You know, like I don't like I know what I'm getting in a Tom Cruise movie, and I'm not I'm not looking for Tom Cruise. Yeah, but Tom Cruise could try to win an Oscar. Right. He could, he could, but it's really rare when he does it like collateral and fucking Magnolia and even born on the 4th of July. Your but standard like, is Emma. Come on. You're better than that. <laughs> Vin, you're not. That's fine. Yeah, basically. I love you. Gosh, darling, you look at you. That's fine. Good. Yeah. I appreciate you trying. I'll tell you what, if he had done more, find me guilties. Yes. Then I would have a different barometer for Vin but Vin clearly knows what works for him and does that. And you know? as much as I am slagging off on Vin, I still think you have a better filmography than The Rock. How dare you? I do. How dare you? That is. That's Dave a, Batista crushes The Rock. It's like a, not even close. Thousand percent agree with you. Thousand percent agree with you. I, I tweeted that out like a, a week ago. I think I said Dave Batista is going to win an Oscar. I've said it on a number of shows. If the right part comes along, he has the most potential of any of these wrestlers that have crossed over into movies to win an Oscar. He's a soulful actor. The Rock is a good movie star. Cena is a good movie star slash actor. Batista is an actor. And so there's just something there that has more weight and gravitas to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's uh, what it's going to lead to in the end. I agree with that. He's he's yeah. got the chops. Yeah. Like even Zombieland Double Tap, I felt like she was kind of half in, half out. Like the favorite, she was good in the favorite, right? She but, was excellent. Her and and Richard Weiss and Olivia Coleman are all yeah. doing master classes. Right. And but, you know, I'm not a La La Land fan. Um, I thought Battle of the Sexes, she was okay. Yeah, Aloha. that movie was okay. Yeah, the movie was okay. Aloha, I don't, don't fault her Eve, uh, you know, Corel for that. I think it was just an, uh, you know, it's an okay movie. Yeah. I mean, think about it, people. The Help and Crazy Stupid Love were 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Just A testament know. to how much we enjoy her. She's still working. She's still working. She is still working. working. She hasn't yeah. stood out for me since those movies. And, and I guess maybe. Yeah, and the favorite, of course, and the favorite, of course. But like, it's been few and far between for me overall. So, I was, I'm, I was, I'm excited for this movie, and I've got a link, and hopefully, I'll be, I'll be watching it sometime tomorrow. So, I believe you mean to say we've got a link. Wink, you know I mean? <laughs> wink. Well, if we start go, going back to doing reviews, I think that's a very real possibility that we can start doing that, opening the door to that for sure. Okay, so that was my six. Uh, so we're up to your five. What's your five, brother? Uh, my five is A Quiet Place 2. Is that my five? That is my five. Yes, agreed. Quiet I, Place Part 2. It's coming out next weekend, and I am jazzed because that is one of Cruel's, the other movie that I may or may not see next weekend. I don't know. Mm. Um, right. But I'm going to try and make time for A Quiet Place because I haven't been. I will be fully... We're not fully inoculated, but I will follow the guidelines of waiting two weeks past my second shot. Yeah. And my body will build up the requisite antigens to where, or antibodies rather, to where the CDC says I can go out and mix with the fuckos. 
it's, it's okay if I can do it without a mask, I will still be wearing a mask. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it and just like, hey, what a great movie to come back to. Something I would prefer to see on the big screen where you feel the tension in the room as these alien beings are out hunting humans. Yeah. Gillian Murphy, always a fan. Yep. Agreed. Always a fan. John, if you got to go, not a bad uh, gentleman to bring in. I can't remember who the other is off the top of my head because I, I stopped watching trailers after they originally aired them because I was like, oh. I'm already in. Let me see. I go, go, keep talking. It's Killian yeah, yeah. and somebody else that we know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been um, like a year since I've seen the trailer. Yeah. Cause they, they just released a new one. Yeah. But which I refuse be, yeah, to watch. Jum and Hansu. Jum and Hansu. And Scoot McNary. Scoot McNary's. Oh, Scoot's in this? There yeah. we go. Scoot. I'm all for it. Three great actors on top of Emily Blunt. And hopefully the kids are good. Yeah. And, and it's a prequel. In essence, and and a sequel. It's a prequel and a sequel, right? Kind of like Godfather Part Two. It's going back in time and going forward, in okay. time, or in modern day, right? So, because you're seeing in the new trailer, they have a scene with Krasinski before okay. the aliens. Tell came. me nothing more. Okay, that's nothing all I'm saying. More. I'm not going to give you anything. I'm just saying it's it's there. Yeah, I didn't even know they did that. I just saw the current times type of thing. Maybe it's better to know that going into it. Uh, uh but yeah. I'm, Looking forward to actually being able to go to a movie next weekend or this upcoming once you hear this. So yeah. that's why it lands at by number five. Yeah, I loved the first one. Maybe one of the most terrifying experiences I ever had in the theater. I remember the the scares were so strong for me. At one point, I've said this before. I've looked, I looked to the bottom of the screen because I didn't want to look at the middle of the screen because I was my fucking, I was just afraid of what we were going to see because that, that film okay. did such a great job. So everything I've seen from the trailers, and what have you. Um, and I did a, a voiceover for the campaign for it for Crypt TV. Uh, I, so I got to see a little more footage uh, to do voiceover. On, and, and it's mm-hmm. stellar. Just stellar. And like, the reviews, the early reviews already for people who saw it last week when they had screenings have been positive and, and like exciting. So I can't wait to see it. Um, I'm looking forward to being in yeah. a theater and seeing a screening of that and like, you know, having that horror wash over you. I'm uh, I can't wait. Um, and Emily Blunt, as I said, loved to pieces. So it's uh, it'll be nice to see her kind of take center stage uh, mm-hmm. in this one for sure with the kids and stuff. So yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so what's your four then? My four. So when I originally texted you, I was like, hey, if we want to, we can extend to that first week of September. Yes. But instead of including the one that I mentioned there, I saw that there's another release that day. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is tentatively, it's going to be Jackass 4. <laughs> I can, I can, honest, I can honestly boy. say Jackass yeah. 3 is in the running for the hardest I've ever laughed in a theater. Oh, my God. Really? Not, that is not hyperbole. Wow. Uh, that is not me. For, why would I fluff Jackass? You know? Yeah, right, right. It's of all the movies in three. Now, there are some moments within that movie. I'm like, oh, guys, what do we do? But there are at least five or six where I almost had tears in my eyes because I couldn't stop laughing of, I can't believe these idiots are doing this to themselves. Yeah. And it is fantastic to watch. Uh, I hope my fear. So it's right. It is the tension between the two because they're all so old. Will mm-hmm. this just be sad? Oh, yeah. Good point. Because they're older than me, 
-hmm. by like five, six years. So now we're talking about guys that are late forties and early fifties beating the piss out of each other. Is that still going to be fun? I feel like it will be because (laughs) they've all been friends, but like the stunts and some of the bigger set pieces they used in the past. I don't know that they can do that anymore because it very easily could break a hip or blow out their knee, shatter an ankle. Yeah. They're just old men. Yeah. So it, I'm curious. I, I'm right at this line. I want to believe that they can still do it, but they're not young anymore by any stretch of the imagination. Right. So who knows? But three, honest to God, was one of the hardest I've ever laughed in a theater. Just so good. So yeah. once I saw four was coming, like, all right, you got me. You got me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all you, brother. <laughs> I'm not a jackass person. Uh, I don't think I've ever liked any of the jackass stuff. But I, I like the TV show. The, the movies, yeah. not all of them, right. but three I would genuinely recommend. That's, I, okay. that's a swear to God. Of, is that the one with the big hand or is that a different mm-hmm. one? Okay. All right. Come on. That's a great. That was. That was. I'm not going to lie. Because you could good. say all they planned it. But there's one where Bam Margera gets hit, and when they you see it from the side in slow motion, he had no idea that thing was there because he gets hit and his legs. Look at his legs. If he was anticipating, he would have flinched in the slightest, and he goes completely parallel to the ground in the air in a stationary spot, and it is so effing funny. All right. I mean, they got him. <laughs> they get others good, but they right. got Bam so strong uh and that is one of i think five or six gags in there i d- tears <laughs> j- on the verge of tears uh so anyway all that's right. my four all right fair enough so then my four is the one that we extended it for uh shang chi uh legend of the ten rings okay so is that on, is that on? oh wow okay uh yeah this trailer absolutely blew me away and then there was a little bit extra footage when marvel dropped that trailer of theirs uh, as well if you i think a, a week or two afterwards um but just seeing everybody involved in this just makes me so excited i love that it's you know asian fronted full-on asian cast telling sure. this asian story i love that we're going to get the mandarin coming back and i wonder what role Ben Kingsley might be playing in this uh, or Terrence Slattery, that, ca- that character he played, but overall mm-hmm. just the, the look and the style and the feel and the way they've changed the story of Shang-Chi uh, from what it was in the comics where he was the son of uh, Fu Manchu. Uh, they've made him now the son of the Mandarin, but he's rejecting this thing that uh, sure. cause essentially being groomed to be uh, the head of the, uh, the, the uh, corrupt organization, the 10 rings around the world. And so him fighting back against his dad. And, you know, dude, like we've been doing these rewatches on stereo, uh, Lindley, because she's never seen any of the Marvel movies. So we're doing them one by one in release order. And it is very clear. She said one time, she's like, there are so many father issues throughout Marvel, father-son issues throughout Marvel. And I said, well, just wait till Shang-Chi. That's another one to throw in that pile as well. Uh, yeah. But it works. And then seeing Aquafina and the humor, humor she's bringing. Um, so overall, I, I was just like, came away from this trailer going, hell yes. When the hell does it come out? I want to okay. see this thing immediately. So. Now hearing that backstory, that makes it at least a little bit more interesting. But yeah, to me, on some level, Marvel's turning a little cookie cutter, Ooh, especially okay. in these trailers. And Shang-Chi just looked 
cookie cutter here, cookie cutter here, assemble, 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 boom, there's your gingerbread house. Um, okay. Black Widow feels, Black Widow made my list and be like, look, they've they've earned it with this character. Yeah. Shang-Chi to me looked like a Netflix show. Wow. Okay. I could be wrong. Look, I I hope I'm wrong. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to 86 the movie, but the trailer did absolutely nothing for me. Now, knowing the Mandarin backstory, which I obviously did not catch, mm. or maybe I was only, they reveal it later on. And in the two minutes leading up to, I was so disaffected that I wasn't really paying attention. Mm. Um, that's how sad it is. The MTV generation as they get old, no memory and no short attention span. So suck it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I hope I'm wrong, but I watched it and I was like, no, yeah. no. Okay. Um, Look, Marvel has always managed to, by and large, churn out a, at the very least, above average product. Yeah. Every once again, there's a stumble for me, but then a lot of times, too, they create a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, so I'm putting my faith in them, but I'm saying as far as anticipation trailers, it's the end of the summer. Technically, I was like, mm-hmm. not yet. At least for these eyes. Okay. All right, fair enough. But I hope it's successful. Yeah, me too, brother. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. All right, I hope so it's what, good. What's your what's your number three? Uh, my three is the pun from earlier, Green Knight. Oh wow, three. Go ahead, man, please. Yeah, well, it's just in this, and it's pure snobbery. A twenty four. Yes. Dev Patel as a knight in Arthurian England. Yes. Going off the face, face this fantastical whatever the hell this is, but I don't even want to know any more of the backstory because uh, <laughs> it could be actually a discussion about something else or the knight represents something or it could just be a straight fable tale, tale right. type of thing. I don't really care. And it's just, you had me at hello. So, A24, Dev Patel, a knight of the round table. I'm going to, uh, you got me. Yeah. Okay, you got me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the most recent trailer. I did a reaction to it on my on my channel, and I was like blown away by it, man. It's mm-hmm. even more because the one they, they released last year, the teaser trailer released last year when they were going to release it, um, was good. This one was even deeper and had the different species, um, the, the tall mm-hmm. dudes with the bald tall dudes. Like it definitely feels like a complete and utter mind trip. Just like the best of those Arthurian stories are when you go back and read the original source material, they're fucking out there, man, uh, with images and, you know, um, visions uh, and people being deluded by the stuff they're seeing, the fantastical stuff of it all. So I think it absolutely captured that. Plus, the design of the Green Knight looks it's fantastic. Right? It looks so memorable. So good. Yeah. Um, and the like sounds. Based- yeah, it's like what? Basically, like if A twenty four said, "Hey, Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> find a director to do a movie for us in your style." Yeah, type of thing. And I'm not saying this person isn't their own, but I'm, to give you to evoke the type of abstract imagery that yeah. they've got within the trailer itself. It's like it's very del Toro esque. Yeah, who is uh, the, I forget who the director is. Um, I do not know. I've just seen the trailer, and I was oh, like, "Oh, it's, Dave, it's David Lowry who did Ghost Story." He did Old Man and the Gun, which I thought mm. was good, the Robert Redford one. Um, mm. And he also did, uh, what is, oh, he did the Pete's Dragon. 
the live action Pete's Dragon. Ooh, I did not see that. A lot of people feel was good. It just didn't do any money at the box office. So, um, but yeah, this is he's a damn good director. Very much a director who is very caught up with creating a mood or an atmosphere as you're watching a movie. So clearly, coming through the trailer, I'm sorry, clearly that's coming through the trailer. Yeah, uh, uh, when you're watching it, and Dev Patel, I mean, an Asian Indian actor leading a Arthurian story, fucking cool. Um, I, and- oh, I I like it now because it's also reflective of, as far as I know, mm-hmm. current uh, society within the UK. Mm-hmm. There's quite a yes. few Indian and uh, yeah. Pakistani or uh, Afghani individuals that live there. Yeah, very multicultural. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. just like to take somebody that now is English. There's a different skin tone, and whatnot, but they are English, yeah. and yeah. kind of throw them into these types of stories. Uh, I think it's just it's an interesting casting choice, and he's a good actor. Although that David Copperfield, I did not feel as, as delightful as everybody else did. I didn't watch it. I haven't watched. So you think it's okay? It wasn't great. It's I don't know. It's, it's like too cool for school, too cute for its cell phone self, or what? It was almost like too too English charm. Ah, okay. But I didn't feel like they were trying to do that. That was just the unintended consequence. I just, I don't know. Mm. Everybody said it was really funny and whatnot. I think it's more precious. Okay. Okay. On some level, if that makes sense. Yeah. I felt that way about that Kate Beckinsale one with, is it Chloe Savigny? The, 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 mem- the manners one. What the fuck was the name of that? Everyone said, it's so funny. It's so funny. And I watched, I'm like, I'm fucking bored. Friendship, something friendship. What was it called? Love okay. and friendship, I think it was called. Uh, there's there's a generic title. Was, yeah, love and friendship. It was her and uh Chloe Savigny and um Stephen Fry and a bunch of other English actors and actresses. And I watched this thing and I was like, I don't fucking understand what everyone thinks is so cute about this fucking movie. This thing is yeah. boring as shit. But I've I've never been a fan of this the director either Whit Stoneman he did Barcelona Metropolitan Last Days of Disco and th- all those films bore me to fucking tears when I watched them so no surprise there so and I thought the same thing is too precious for its own good you know so um, all right maybe I'll avoid the David Copperfield yeah I, I don't know precious feels a little harsh on it, it's got charm I don't know it just didn't work as well as I was hoping it would I guess on some yeah, level fair. that was your number three that was my three. Okay, my three is Army of the Dead. Oh, okay. It comes out this weekend, but it's still something I'm looking forward to. So it's sure. kind of a as cheat. we're taping this. Yeah, as I'm as we're this? taping this, it's, yeah. I'm still looking. I started with to next it. weekend since that's when this releases. That's fair. Totally fair. Right, who, who cares? I'm in, I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things from the people who've seen it already. Uh, if I had some time, I would have gone to see it this week, but I was so busy with everything I got going on. Um, and I'm tempted to not see it on Netflix because it comes out as we're recording this tomorrow um, and go watch it in the theater this weekend, even if I go by myself, because I don't think Lily's going to want to go. But I'm this Dave Batista again, as I said earlier in our in our show, just absolutely enjoy this guy. I love that he's stepping into this and this film looks kick ass. It's two hours and a half. Apparently, um, they got the zombie tigers. It's Vegas. Um, they're trying to still, and it's a complete new way to look at zombies. Um, that has that World War Z vibe and I am legend vibe to it in terms okay. of like, they're forming relationships 
They move quicker than you think. They're actually thinking about this. Uh, they can, they're not just mindless people trying to eat your brains. So that makes me really curious. And you got a whole crew of like these uh, cool actors stepping in to try to uh, get that money out of a vault, like millions out of a vault. And you just know there's a massive twist coming and they're going to have to like fight their way out of the madness of it all once they get to that vault, I imagine. So I'm looking forward to yeah. it. And Zack Snyder, who I fucking love as a director. So yeah, I forgive me. I think that's a stretch. <laughs> He's got some I, stuff that I, I, like. I like. I know. <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, not your, not your bag. Well, look, um, I will give him this. He always he yeah. always makes a choice. That's for sure, and a strong one. You would argue yeah, he does. No, he never choice. backs off. He makes yeah. his fucking choice. Yes, and if you like that style, then you know he has a distinct, just like Wes Anderson. Yeah, if you right. if you hate the aesthetic of Wes Anderson, you're never gonna like a movie of his. Yeah, people get mad when I say this. He's an auteur. You know a Zack Snyder film when you see a Zack Snyder film. Auteur mm-hmm. does not mean great or, you know, like, uh, I don't know, uh, overall great films that will stand the test of time classics. Auteur is a style. You has a yeah, style. he's a motif. Yes, he absolutely has that. Michael Bay is a fucking auteur, whether you like it or not. He's an auteur. Anyway. What's yeah. your uh, what's your two <laughs> before I get too lost in this wormhole? <laughs> uh, my two is free guy. Oh, that's all you, bro. Go ahead. Not really? Good. Still nothing? Nothing. Not a damn. Oh, thing. man. I, I don't know. It's a, the, the simple idea of the premise. I've only seen the trailer uh, once and uh, I was sold. Plus, I, I don't know if anybody could pull off this premise. I think it's Ryan Reynolds. Sure. And undoubtedly. Uh, I don't that it's literally just that. I like the idea behind it. The trailer to me was engaging. It was going down the right path of what I anticipate from a movie like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously the tri- twist of, you know, does he uh escape this world or transcend on some I I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it ends up. Uh I'm happy with several different outcomes that I can come up with in my head as yeah. to where I think that are plausible to uh to to rectify the story in the end, um, but that's it. It was uh, I've liked the premise since day one, and that hasn't changed. So that is staying my 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 deuce for the summer. <laughs> All right, I will see it. Yeah, no, no, I, I I'm sure I'll see it as well. I just I'm, I, it seems like a generic type thing with him, but it could be interesting. You're right. It's got a it's got a video game kind of premise to it. Um, I'm just I see that thing being like pixels. Uh, and that concerns me. That worries me. It could. Uh, yeah. It could. It could be another RIPD for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That's right. I forgot he was an RIPD. Yikes. Um, something Yikes. I think that could still work, but it's already just dead. You know, I doubt they're bringing it back in yeah. a long time unless they really run out of ideas. Yeah. True, true, true. Uh, All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. So I'm in. What do you, what do you got to do? You know what I got it too. It's Fast Nine, son. Yeah, let's get it happen. Let's get it. Let's get back magnets, in the cars. bro. Magnets, bro. One, uh, they how do they work? They screened this for the critics last week, and one of them said they finally go to space. I'm like, oh, don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. Do they really go to space? If they really go to space, now we've we've reached the limit of what this franchise can do. And there's apparently a ten and eleven coming. 
where are you going to go next if you've already gone to space? I don't know where you can go at this point. But um, I love the trailer. Mars. That's where we're going next. Mars. Where do we go next? How dare you? They go do burnouts on the event horizon of a black hole. You know how old they'd be by the time they got to that fucking black hole? <laughs> Doesn't even matter. What the fuck else does Van, Michelle, and, and Tyrese have? <laughs> and whoever else is part of the main cast? Ludacris? Hey, Ludacris? Although Ludacris, I guess, could go back to music on some level. I don't... I'm sure he's making money still off his music. Whatever. Yeah, I'm sure he's got... Tough. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they're going to do this <laughs> shit until until there's a fucking NASCAR track on the moon. That's a good point. I was surprised how many critics uh, liked the movie. Like, uh, you know, sometimes critics can be a bit self-involved. And I was surprised how many of them like I a think thousand percent loved it. You know precisely what you're going to get going into it. Yeah. So as long as it hits upon those expectations, it's kind of hard to shit on it because you don't expect Lawrence Olivier type acting and story and anything else. It is as, as I made fun of previously, because you told me that yep. the, the, his brother is in this. And I asked you, have they ever even nope. mentioned his brother before? And he said, no, like that's the preposterous level. And my pitch to you was the next one they bring in his grandma because somebody had to teach him how to do all this stuff. And it was a previous generation. And then if, depending on who they book, they could eventually do like a prequel to an earlier generation in the 1950s and 60s and do this like oh, early James God. Bondy type of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a period piece. Yeah, yeah. This thing's got legs. <laughs> do you but like it's utterly ridiculous. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, nothing. I'm... Oh, uh, do you mean like Kingsman where they go back to World yeah. War One or whatever to make sure. it to like the sure. origins? Guys on Jeeps going after Hitler. Fuck yeah. They get Goering or Goering, depending on how you want to pronounce it. They play, they run him over. They do a transformer style where they uh, jump off a hill and the tire hits Goring and knocks his jaw off. <laughs> that fucking that franchise as bad as fast as Transformers is worse to me. How dare you? Uh, How fucking dare you? I want it. Is it is? I've that. seen more Transformers, but it's worse. How dare you? It's talking cars. What do you expect from talking cars? Cut mm, it out. Just have the, fun. Just have fun. Yeah, yeah, but in fast world. uh the trailer hitch balls are a real thing, and Transformers had to turn a wrecking machine and give it two little balls and have those jingle jangle around the movie sets. Listen, I'm not saying there are some bad choices in the Transformers franchise. Or well, within are. that movie itself, the two blatantly racist characters oh, yeah. on the That's, good guy side. In the second one, yes. I'd never defend the second one because the second one was the one that was like oh, overtly oh. racist. Right. And but the other ones, you know, it's, I, it's I, like the seventies black exploitation. Say Jack, yeah. you're like, really? We're doing this. I know, dude. I think cause he got away with jazz in the first movie when he was like, what's cracking bitches. And they were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We can go farther with this. It's like, no, no, that was as far as you could go and still be okay. So yeah. No. All right. Anyway. So I, well, look, I hope you love it. I hope so too, man. Yeah. Like I'm wishing like nothing it. but success for you and the millions of other people that are going to see this thing in the theater. <laughs> I will not. Um, all right. So where are we off to next? Our number one. What's our number ones, man? Is, I hope it's the same. I wonder. Um, the Suicide Squad. Yes. Ditto. The same. 
the Suicide Squad. That trailer looks it's, stellar, bud. Really does. Really does. That's. I mean, that's. You can't make every movie that. You know what I mean? Yes, true. Because then it nullifies the effectiveness of something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you compare and contrast, for the first time ever that I can think of, uh, this is the first DC movie when there's been this slate of Marvels. Yes. Where the DC is number one, not even close. I want to see that one more than I want to see the two Marvels. But it looks like an interesting and unique idea as opposed to me. I could be wrong, but Black Widow and Shang, uh, Shang-Chi, I don't know. They look kind of cookie cutterish to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, hopefully I'm proven wrong on both those fronts. But Suicide Squad looks super interesting. I mean, when you see the stills when they were coming out before you saw trailers, yeah. it looked like it was never going to work. All kinds of characters, like ridiculous Batman TV show type characters. Yeah, that's what he and, does uh, really well. Is like yeah. make you think it's not going to work, and then somehow he makes it work. Uh, you know, I mean, we just watched Guardians of the Galaxy for that rewatch a couple weeks ago, and it was so much fucking fun to watch that one again. I hadn't seen it in forever, and it is such a good movie, dude. It's so funny. The characters mm-hmm. are so well fleshed out. The connections are there. Yeah, is Ronan a bit of a shitty villain? Sure. But the overall point of the film is to see these this group come together. Yeah. And it accomplishes that in spades, man. That's why I think Ronan's good for it. You don't want the villain to overshadow them coming together as a team. But plus it doesn't it doesn't need to be an apex predator in that one. Like Ronan's yeah. I'm not knocking Ronan, but you need to be able to believe that it took four of them coming together when they didn't really know each other yeah. to take down somebody as opposed to some of the larger set piece villains. Right. That uh, you may have gotten, yeah, uh, like Dormammu, <laughs> uh, which works for Doctor Strange. It does, damn it. Yeah, it does. It works beautifully. Yeah, um, those are two better examples overall. But yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it, man. It, it's, it's. I think John Cena is really good at comedy. Yes, I agree with you. He's got the best line in Bumblebee with the Decepticons. <laughs> It's in their name. And then they do a cut. And I was like, whoever made that choice, that was the absolute, in my opinion, the perfect choice. Let's not linger on this because you can't. Otherwise, it destroys the house of cards. Right. Of everybody suddenly going, well, I hadn't noticed it. But just, we're all adults here. This was made for children. That was great. (laughs) Cock blockers, I kind of like. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, blockers, yeah. Blockers. blockers. Well, cock blockers is what it is. Yeah, true, I know, I know. That's why uh, cock is in the logo. But, yes, blockers, yeah. brilliant. Blockers. Brilliant. He's, yeah. case, he's case actually case. pretty good in, in, in blockers. Yeah, I, I think the guy is good for what he does. I absolutely think, and I am no one's more surprised than I am because I wasn't his biggest fan of the WWE, but his transition, whoever's on his team has picked the right things and it may be him. Maybe he's the one that was like, no, I want to do this. This is good. This works for me. Maybe he knew very well who he was and what he could be good at because I've rarely seen him make a misstep yes, uh, in since. any of the movies that he's chosen. Even Ferdinand, the bull where it didn't do well, he's good in that fucking thing. So, you know. I, yeah, I thought it was a smart move. And I think the reason it didn't translate in wrestling for you is his performance there, mm-hmm. you, you just couldn't see. Thank you. That's about oh as much as I know of wrestling. God. You you can't see me. 
I don't, I don't know what his hook is. I don't know how they right. built to that. I did see on Twitter the other day, people were debating which version of the rock was the best. And I didn't know there was something called Hollywood rock. Yeah. Hollywood rock was the heel rock. Yeah. Yeah. The and second I watched version promos. of the heel rock. Yeah. I watched promos of that. He was good at that. He's great. The Rock is great at everything he does, man. Everything he does. Uh, yeah, except picking scripts. How dare you? <laughs> you just put Jungle Cruise on your list. You can't say that. I know, dear, but it's at nine. I and My expectations of it are very low, and if it fails, I don't think it'll be his fault. Just like a bunch of other movies that he's in. I never blame him for it. No, he's great. And, he's I just, mean, he's seriously... Pre- he, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. He's preaching to the choir? Nothing. Is that what you're saying? Nothing. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Have you seen Young Rock? Have you seen his TV show? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. he's That's a good one. He produced. He's all over. It's all about his life as a young kid and, and teenager. It's fucking good. The guy knows what he's doing, man. And all of a sudden now, where we were all t- joking about him being the president, he's legitimately answering questions about whether he'd run for political office. And that's insane. That is insane. We can't, we can't vote for a wrestler. We can't. Like I understand, it. he carries himself with a certain composure. He does, and and I'm not saying he's not an intelligent man because every time I've heard him speak, it is nothing but uh, concise, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, intelligent, compassionate, everything you would want in a leader. He is Ronald Reagan 2.0 on level some level because he has you know, charisma and he's got yeah. the good looks and the winning smile and the, the ridiculous physique. He's, he's Arnold. If Arnold was a, not a naturalized citizen, but was born here to be eligible yeah. for this. Um, and yet still he is a wrestler. It's hard to divorce that for this guy. Jesse, the body got into the governor of Minnesota. Governor's different. Governor. <laughs> Governor doesn't have his finger on nuclear. He doesn't have a nuclear football. The Rock's not going to go up there and go, you know, so Russia. (laughs) He's not. He's not. But it opens the floodgates for eventually we vote for another wrestler or another individual because another one has done it. And maybe they're not as amazing as the first one. Oh, it. Yeah. It just creates a sliding scale by which we measure I think we've already done that, bro. <laughs> I think we've already opened the door sadly so um you know however you feel about that is however you feel for our fans who are listening but we've yeah. opened that door man they know we both don't disagree with that statement yeah true very true I, I don't think we need to make that mud hole any bigger you know <laughs> let's try and repair the fissure that we have that's as opposed to rupturing this further anyway so that's our number one guys <laughs> that's our separate lists uh let's put this thing together i'm gonna go grab the bongos i forgot All to pull right. them out All right, sorry about that. Let me see if All right, so I got Suicide Squad number 1. Yep. 
And then after that, I don't know what we do. Quiet Place, we both have at five. That's our next common okay. highest. Otherwise, okay. it's Dark Knight or Green Knight rather at three, nine. To, so we moved that, what, that up to two? Or Quiet Place up to two? I'm cool, uh, well, I'm cool with moving Quiet Place up to two and then Green Knight up to three. I'm cool with that. Okay, fine. And then we'll go from there. Uh, in Black Widow, we have six, eight. Do you yes. want that at four? Sure, sure. And then we have Cruella, right? Yeah, I would. Uh, well, and Luca. Luca, it's six for me now. Yeah. Yeah, it's moving. Where is it for you? Uh, it's uh, Luca seven for me. All right, so Luca then becomes the four. Okay, and Black Widow. Um. Okay. Uh, and then uh, uh, Cruella. Well, Cruella got bumped off for Luca. Okay. Oh, so got, oh, you t- you knocked off Cruella completely. Well, because I took Ghostbusters off, put Cruella in its place. Yeah. Then I forgot about because there were the oh, three so you moved everything fine. down. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, so I just bumped down. everything down. Okay. So now we, that's all we have in common. So what's your next highest? Uh, number two. Uh, Fast Nine. All right, I got Free Guy at number two. All right. Do you want to flip today, or do you want me to flip? I don't have a co- I don't have the coin in front of me, so feel free to flip, my man. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. The DC coin is going up. Come on, DC. Finally, first time in like three weeks, fucking Batman wins, baby. Oh, Free guy, it wow, is. Wow, wow. All right, it's 58 nine. To 58 to three on those flips. Good job. You got a favor of you. Congratulations. That's just such a life. Did you? I think you've genuinely won the last three or four. Only three. That's right. Out of 58. Or out of 61. You, don't, you don't know. You don't know. You're just latching onto three because that's the lowest number I'm willing to surrender. What's your next highest, my man? I got Army my four. The, Army of the Dead at three. Okay, I mean, it is. How many we got left? How many slots we got left? Two slots left. I got my okay. number four. Okay, uh, so do I. Shang Chi is my number four. Um. Okay. Uh, What's yours? Mine is Jackass Four. All right, we're gonna put that at ten. Are you you, you really gonna flip? Yeah, you know, all Asian led superhero film versus a bunch of white dudes beating each other up. You're gonna fucking flip on that. All right. <laughs> It's, it's, fun. Under it's fun if you want to turn it racist. I don't see raced. Coin went up. Clean sweep, baby. Clean oh sweep. God, ridiculous. Woo! Ridiculous. Uh, this is under protest. I would like to make that very clear. Protest away. <laughs> I did not agree. To Too that. bad I have already bought off the governing body. They all came over from the IOC. That was, uh, you're mistaken. <laughs> In arbitration when we settle on these guys. I knew they are all former IOC, so Way to go. got one dude a silver silver plated shotgun. He loves that thing. <laughs> and uh you know, you pepper on some gifts, you get what you want in this world. Suppose you're right. Suppose you're right. Um, all right. Shall we do this thing? Yep. All right. So, uh the top ten films we look we're looking forward to in summer of twenty twenty one. Let me do that again. The top 10 2021 summer movies we're looking forward to. Yeah. At number 10. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. At number 9. Jackass 4. At number 8. Army of the Dead. At number 7. F9. At number 6. Free Guy. 
At number five. Black Widow. At number four. Luca. At number three. Uh, the Green Knight. At number two. Uh, a Quiet Place Part Two. And our number one summer of 2021 movie we're looking forward to is The Suicide Squad. Hey, line it up. Suicide Squad. Gotta love it. What's All the right. uh, Spanish word for night? Ooh, good call. I don't know. Uh, okay. Hold on. Let me see. I was just, know. as I was reading that. Sure, there is. Uh, like, you know, I don't know if I've ever heard. Oh, Caballero. Caballero. Oh, really? Caballero? Yeah, Caballero. Which is a Spanish knight. Yeah, that makes sense. Caballero. Yeah. All right. All right. We solved it. We solved it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> El Caballero Verde coming out this summer. <laughs> no, El Verde Caballero. That's what it still means. Is it vertical? Yeah. 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 I always, it's like, sometimes the adjective or adverb yeah. comes after, and it's yeah. specific to, you kind of need to grow up with the language on some level to intuitively know. It's true. It's very true. Um, all right. Well, there's our lists uh, and our list combined here. Uh, hopefully you guys are all getting excited. Uh, you guys and gals rather are all getting excited about getting back into the movie theater, seeing some of these movies. Maybe we talked about some of them yeah. that you didn't even know about. And now you're kind of curious to go see them. Uh, so hopefully, you know, and it's great. We're all kind of slowly moving back towards some level of normalcy. So going to the theaters is certainly a big part of, a lot of people's lives and certainly I don't think you'd be listening to this uh, podcast if you weren't a fan of going to the movie theater. So hopefully this got you even more excited uh, to get back into a movie theater soon and see some of these movies. Yeah. And for those of you that have already been going to movies, well, we look forward to seeing you there. That's right. That's right. You know, can't, can't wait to go and uh, enjoy the experience that you've been fortunate enough to have for however long. Um, but to everybody else out there, uh, stay safe. Get yeah. your shot if you can. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Stay six feet apart uh, until you're inoculated. And follow the guidelines of whatever area you live in. But take care of yourself out there. We're almost through this. Let's yeah. get to herd immunity. We're so stinking close. Mm -hmm. um, and then everybody can go back to entirely life as normal. Well, normal-ish. And uh, we can, uh, you know, everything will spring eternal. I don't, <laughs> didn't know how to in uh, that. But anyway, you can yeah. follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. Uh, please check out the show's uh, social media stuff. You can go to at uh, top 10 show on Twitter or on Instagram and uh, YouTube. It is the top 10 podcast with the number 10. So hit us up over there. And once again, you can follow me at Matt Nost and uh, check out settle the score. Or if you're into basketball, dropping dimes and that's it for me, man. There you go. Yeah. Playoffs happening. So definitely check out Matt talking about dropping dimes for sure. I'm going to try to convince him. To let me parachute in at some point in for one of these one of these episodes of his, but definitely follow him there. Yeah. What were we going to say? I, I, I do all of them now by myself. I know I've watched some of them, dude. You have some great analysis. Uh, really? Down. Oh yeah. You I've talk to me enough. Yeah. So what? I still can't, I can't watch your back basketball knowledge. No, no, you, like, can, you can, you can. Just put, I enjoy it. It depends uh, on the subject matter. Like I'll look through and see which one that you're taught, what subject you're talking about. And if it grabs my interest and I haven't, well, heard about sense. it or i want to hear yeah. more about it i always see you know, i, I do the same thing with that's just a with, point of view yeah basketball podcast that i love i'm just yeah. like nah not this week anytime they have a player on i'm pretty much out yeah although the although the bill simmons one with garnett with sandler that he just did that's good 
Retired player is different. Yeah, true. Current player is, I'm just going to give you all the political answers because I'm trying to get as much money as I can. And I don't want to offend any of my corporate sponsors. And like the Simmons with Durant stuff was interesting because Durant actually opened up a little bit. Yeah, he did. It was cantankerous as fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anytime, any other, even with Simmons, it doesn't really matter. They're all, I'm talking to a media person. I'm going to give my media answers. So it's boring. Yeah. Right. Good point. Good point. Uh, but yeah, former players, I, what do they care? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, go, go and patronize all everything uh, Matt is doing. Uh, go, go and follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you want to head on over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash John Roca says we're so close to crossing 17,000 subscribers. Would appreciate you guys heading on over there, seeing all the stuff we're doing there. We also, we also have game time on Mondays that we do, and we'll start to move towards a little more of an NBA playoff focused uh, game time for sure so if you're an nba fan swing on over there too as well on mondays at 2 p.m PT. yeah i heard uh, jte joined you guys so that's a yes. fun crew yeah 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 might be adding some more people too very soon we'll see nice uh, well, uh, to make some you're turn into like a cnn election night 12 head panel is that what you're doing <laughs> yeah, right we'll just have two desks <laughs> no let's way, check man. in with our uh fastball metrics guy and just you have a specialty person for everything it's just charlie day yeah, what you're looking at here. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so, and and please, uh, as Matt said, follow everything, follow the show uh, everywhere on social media. We really appreciate it. Subscribe to that YouTube channel as well for the top 10 as we build our numbers up uh, and that becomes a viable source. And uh, as things are opening up, I'm sure Matt and I at some point, once things kind of level out, we'll start uh, looking at the possibility of getting back out on the road uh, maybe in 20, early in 2022 or late in 2020, 2021. Who knows? Everything's in play possibly. Uh, as they ease these traveling restrictions, the possibility opens up of doing something down the road. It seems to be moving fast towards that possibility. So it's a good thing. Uh, all right. We're out of here. Take care of yourselves. Be well. And we'll talk to you next time on another brand new episode of the Top 10. Peace. Ooh.